Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Creativity. Here's how to get unstuck. I'm your host, creativity coach, Nancy Norbeck. Let's go. Before we get started, I want to let you know about a way to hang out with me online. If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that when ordinary people engage their creativity, they connect with their joy and their deepest selves come to life. I've started a newsletter called The Spark. It's a place for me to experiment with my writing and share it with an audience, and also a place to get to know you better. I'm using the Substack platform because it offers some really cool ways to connect with readers, including comments and chats. I'd love for you to join me as we form a community that supports and celebrates each other's creative courage. Because it's an experiment, you never know what sort of thing I might share on the Spark, and honestly, neither do I. Could be my thoughts on something I've noticed recently, a poem, a response to a photo or a piece of music, or just something completely unexpected. It's always accessible, always personal, and usually has something to do with creativity. The Spark is where I'll be adding programs for subscribers and listeners too, so you really want to be there to hear what's happening. It is totally free to subscribe, and you can find a link to The Spark in your podcast app. So sign up today. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, everybody. This is Nancy Norbeck with this week's Creative Pep Talk. And this week, I want to talk to you about a really, really important creative principle that is not often discussed. And that is the idea of letting it go. Now, Obviously, this is something that people talk about in lots of areas of life, and it applies to lots of areas, but I really want to talk about it in the creative realm today because we tend, as creative folks, to latch on to an idea and never let it go because we want it to be perfect, because it isn't working, and we're convinced that it should work, and we're determined to make it work because we want it to be perfect, those are just three possibilities. There are other reasons. You know, I promised my grandmother that I would do this one day and therefore I have to do it. Any number of reasons. Here's why you got to let it go. First of all, if it's not working, you need not to waste your time beating your head against it. That will actually end up blocking you. And so you need to let it go. It might not be the right time to work on that thing. And that's fine. You can come back to it later. And many times later is when something finally clicks. You've probably experienced this in some area of your life, whether it was a creative area or not. So that's one reason to let it go. Another reason to let it go is that you're just being such a perfectionist about it. You have written the great American novel and damn it, you want it to be perfect. I get it, but I also know, as every writer knows, that there is no such thing as perfect. And that goes for every other art form too. There's rarely ever anything that exists that you can truly say, nope, there's nothing I would do to make that better. You may say that about somebody else's work, but when it comes to our own work, we almost always will find something that we think we need to fix or improve or some way we wish we had done something differently. Ask anybody who's written a book and hasn't picked it up for five years. As soon as they pick it up again, they're going to find all sorts of stuff that they wish they had done differently. You got to let it go. At some point, you can't make it perfect. It's not going to happen. It's time to let it go. And here's the thing. If if perfectionism is the thing that is keeping you stuck on a project, you will eventually drive yourself nuts. The other side of that 
is you'll never get to any of the other ideas you have. You'll never get past that one thing because you're so stuck on the one thing. Now, some of us work on multiple things at the same time. Right now, I have multiple drafts going for my Substack. I have no idea which one I might publish next. If any of them, I may come up with something else that demands to be written this weekend and go out on Monday. I never know. And that is okay. If you're not that kind of person, you're much more likely to get stuck. The person who has multiple things going can switch between them as their energy dictates, whether it's, I'm tired of working on this and I'm not getting anywhere, therefore I need to move to something else. Or it's, today I really feel like working on this other thing instead of the thing I've been working on for the last six months. Either way, it frees you up a little bit. If you've only got the one thing, you're much more likely to dig yourself a really, really deep hole and have a lot of trouble getting out of it. Now, here's the other thing. There is merit in letting it go and putting it out into the world, even if you don't think it's perfect. At the beginning of next year, you'll hear a conversation that I had with writer Kevin Carey, and we talked about this because if something gets sent out, especially in writing, I'm not sure how it necessarily works in other fields. If you send out a piece of writing and it's not ready yet, somebody's going to tell you and they're going to give you feedback and you can use that feedback to make it better. But at least you've had the experience of putting it out there, which is valuable all on its own because you've had to let go and you've had to let somebody else look at it. And now you can take that feedback and decide what to do with it. You can't do that if you never let it go. Your stuff needs to get out into the world. A couple months ago, I started a Substack newsletter. If you've never heard of Substack, it's basically a newsletter platform. And I set it up because I wanted a place not only to encourage more and different writing, what kind of writing? No idea. But to experiment, which is why I often have no idea, and to get it out, to put it so that it could just go out into the world. Here's, here's my place to put this thing, therefore I need to have something to put in that place, right? It's kind of how, how it works a lot of the time. It's an experiment. Like I said, I often don't know. There are days that on Saturday I think I know what I'm publishing, and Sunday afternoon I realize now I need to write something different, right? You just, you don't know the way that I've set this up because I've deliberately called it an experiment, and that is what it is. But it's got me writing. It's got me putting things out into the world. And you know, sometimes I publish them even though I am not sure that they are fully baked because I know that they need to go because I need to move on from them and do the next thing, even if they're not fully baked. And sometimes people reply to them or reply directly to me and tell me how much they love them. And then I find out, oh, maybe they were fully baked. What did I know? You don't always know. That's why it's an experiment. That's why it's valuable to get your work out there. And to do that, you've got to let it go. So my advice to you this week and always is to see what you need to let go of. Maybe it's not ready to go out into the world, but maybe you need to put it down for a while. Maybe it's time to work on something different, which could very well then inform the thing that you set aside for the moment when you go back to it. Another side benefit. Figure out what you can let go of one way or another and give it a whirl, especially if you're the kind of person who tends to dig in. Try something different instead. Come back to it later. Try a whole bunch of different things. Set up an experiment for yourself like I did. 
whatever sounds right to you, give it a whirl, see what happens and let me know. And if you want to check me out on Substack and see what kind of crazy experimental stuff I'm coming up with from one week to the next, there's a link in the show notes and I hope you'll join me there. So with that, happy experimenting, happy letting go, and I will see you next time. If this episode resonated with you, or if you're feeling a little bit less than confident in your creative process right now, join me at The Spark on Substack as we form a community that supports and celebrates each other's creative courage. It's free, and it's also where I'll be adding programs for subscribers and listeners. The link is in your podcast app, so sign up today. See you there, and see you next week. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners.